What's up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of Crunch Time. I'm Mikey. I'm David. And I'm Sam. Today, we have the honor of being joined by a special guest, a defender from the national championship winning Georgetown soccer team, Rio Hope Gunn. It's so nice to have you. How are I'm you? I'm good. Thanks for having me today. Yeah, of course. All right, so let's get right into it. So we're aware you played your high school soccer career at Friends Seminary School in New York City. How was your experience overall at that school? Um, it was great. I mean, playing high school soccer is, you know, one of the funnest kind of uh, experiences you can have, um, especially when you're playing, like, in high school, um, like high school age, I guess. A lot of the time you can't really play for your actual high school. Some Some teams don't allow you to do that. So I was lucky enough to kind of be able to do that and play with all my friends who I, you know, grew up going to school with and, you know, I was closest to. So that was kind of a, a really nice time for me. And it, and it really set me up well to, to play at the next level, which was college. Yeah, wow. That's awesome. Yeah. All right, so we know you won a New York State High School Championship at the school. Explain how the team grew each day and took over other powerhouses by surprise. Um, I think... I think that that team, our, our like chemistry and our growth really started over the summer, the summer before my senior season. Um, our coach, mm-hmm. our two coaches were actually, they're from uh, Trinidad and Tobago, and we had a team trip to Trinidad and Tobago for a week and a half, oh, wow. which was amazing. And we played some games and, you know, we, we just bonded and we spent some time together and the chemistry really, really grew from there. Um, and then I think just from the first game of the season, everybody kind of had that belief in that feeling and we we're like you know what we're good enough and and we can we can win a win a state championship so we kind of just grew from there and we and we went and we did it yeah that's so cool at out of high school you were one of the most prized soccer players in new york city did you get a lot of interest from other colleges besides georgetown if so which um yeah there there were definitely some other schools georgetown was actually one of the earlier schools as well um I had some some offers from Columbia, from Northwestern, oh, wow. um, Bing, Binghamton, Holy Cross. Those were some smaller schools. But Georgetown was actually one of probably one of the first like five to seven schools that offered me um, a spot on the team. And what I was really looking for was a combination of like great academics and a great soccer program as well. And Georgetown was was a clear option with that. So I kind of just went with Georgetown because I, I really like the school and I really like the, the team style of play and I really like the coaching staff and that that's what mattered so I so I kind of just went quickly with them yeah. yeah that definitely makes a lot of sense yeah yeah so aside from the athletics obviously from Georgetown what led you to pick this school as well um like I said I mean it's it's hard it's hard in the in the country to find with any sports really it's hard to find a, a great combination of a great sports program and a great academic school you know whatever sport you may be playing rare school that is you know it's a great academic school it has presents great opportunities to its students has great resources a great alumni um and then the, the soccer team is is great as well you know before there, the, the soccer team had made some they had made one national championship appearance in the last I think five years 2012 they had made a bunch of tournament championships what was that was it 2012 yeah 2012 they made a national championship appearance they were uh Big East champions in 2015 
you know, yeah. so so they had a resume and I knew that. And so the combination of both those things, I think that's really what drew me to the school. Right. Awesome. So we are aware you are a member of the Student of Color Alliance. Can you describe what the goal of the organization is and why being a member was so important to you? Yeah, I mean, at, at Friends, we just, you know, it was it's like the, the Black Student Union in a way. Um, we just talked about issues of race in the country and, you know, current events issues and we work to just raise awareness within the student body and then anything else we could do, you know, raise awareness within our families, our social circles, um, and anything else we could do to just kind of talk about the issues rather than ignore them or, or let them sit just in the air, you know? Yeah. That's... And what were your favorite experiences being in that organization? Just, just the people really, you know, I met a bunch of my friends, um, the professors who worked with us, um, you know, they were great, great people, always spent good, to, like good times with them. Um, and I think that's really, that's really what it was all about was like building a sense of community around, uh, you know, these issues and around race and all that kind of stuff. So that was really good for us to have, I think, in high school. Yeah, that's, yeah that, that's really cool. What is the expectation of the Georgetown soccer team before each season starts? Um, yeah, that's a good question. We, we, Every year we set we set goals for ourselves. You know, we set goals before the fall season. We set goals before the spring season. Spring uh-huh. season is more off season, so that's a little lighter. You know, but it, it really starts it starts from the spring season as well. You know, if if all the returning guys, you know, that's that's going to be the core guys. You know, we'll have a couple freshmen every year come in and make an impact, but the the real core of the team is going to be in the guys who played last year. You know, the sophomores, the juniors, and the seniors. Um, and so we, we, we really, we set these goals for ourselves in preseason and, you know, we just work hard to try to kind of follow through with them. So this year, you know, one of our goals was go undefeated at home and every home game, you know, in our pre, pre-game talk, our, our team meeting, we're saying, you know, we set this goal for ourselves. Let's, let's not, let's not fail ourselves. Let's do it. You know, and that was one of our goals. And that's one of the things we did this year. We, we set a goal to be Big East championship, Big East champions. Um, and every game in the Big East, you know, in the Big East tournament, all that, we said, you know, we set this goal, let's do it, let's, let's follow through with it. And then our final goal was to win the national championship. And I think from the beginning of the season, we kind of we had that belief in ourselves and in each other. And I think that's what led us to do it. You know, we said, we set this goal and let's, let's follow through with it. And, and we did. Do you have a feeling that this group was like very special and that you had a chance to win the national championship in the beginning? Oh yeah, for sure. From the beginning. I mean, it's, I think that's what separates teams as well is, is from the beginning, I, I felt like me personally, I knew, I knew we could do it. And I think a lot of the other guys on the team as well had that belief. And I think that's what set us apart from a lot of the other teams. Yeah. Wow. So what is it like playing for one of the most respected coaching staffs in America? Oh, it's awesome. I mean, we have some, we have some great coaches. I mean, Brian Weiss has been the coach of Georgetown for something like 13 years now or something. You know, he, he's a fantastic, fantastic coach. He coached at Stanford, he coached at Notre Dame, you know, and, and then he, he's been, he's been waiting on this national championship ring. So I'm, I'm glad we could bring it to him at Georgetown final. Mm-hmm. Um, and then our assistant coaches, Connor Kokoda, Michael Casper, and, and Brian Bull, all fantastic guys, fantastic coaches. You know, everybody's just very committed, very dedicated to the team. They're really, they're really, you know, a player's first coaching staff. And I think that's, that's what matters. They build relationships with the guys. 
you know, they talk to us about decisions. They don't just go off making decisions for us on their own. You know, and I think that that relationship between the, the players and the coaches is really is really important. And I think that helped us a lot on our championship run this year. And do you get to know the coaches? Like, do they get to know you as people or just athletes? Like, how close is your relationship with them? Does it go beyond the yeah, field? Yeah, yeah, of course. I mean, we, we have meals together a lot, you know, especially on away trips. We're, you know, only spending time with each other. Um, so so it does it does help to, you know, get to know your players as a coach and then as a player to get to know your coaches. And I think the players make enough of an effort to do that, and I think the coaches make a big effort to do that as well. Um, and I think that's why we kind of gel so well. Awesome. So how would you assess the competition level as you play teams like Louisville, Virginia, UCLA, and Stanford this past season? Um, competition this year was great, you know. Um, every year it's a new it's a new challenge you know all these teams have new recruiting classes they all lose some seniors but they get some freshmen some players have you know great individual growth so every year it's a it's a different challenge it's a new challenge um, and this year was was no exception I mean this year the the competition was great we played some of the you know some of the best teams I played in my college career this year Virginia obviously in the national final they were fantastic yeah. um, Providence, we played them twice, and they were really, really good this year. You know, they were a hard team for us. Um, Louisville, we played them twice this year. The first game obviously didn't go that well, but we got our revenge on them in the in the Sweet 16. Um, but yeah, the, the competition this year was great, um, and it was really it was really fun and enjoyable to play against these really other you know these other really good teams. Yeah, that's really cool. What are some of the expectations that are placed on you as a student athlete at, from Georgetown? Um, our, our coaching staff puts a, puts a really heavy emphasis on, on school, you know, on, on academics. Georgetown is no easy school, you know, so, you know, our, and, and we're student athletes. We're not just there to play a sport. So, so I think our coaching staff does a really good job of, you know, helping us and, and also making us do our work and turning in assignments on time, you know, and, and just being good students as well. And then, there's also a, a social expectation because we're, we're anywhere we go, you know, away trips, international trips, whatever it may be, you know, we're representing the school and we're representing the soccer program. So I think, you know, we all understand that. So we all have to present ourselves in a certain way um, anywhere we go. And I think we do that pretty well. So, yeah. Yeah. How do you manage all of your schoolwork while being on such a long trip, like on away games and stuff? Do you have to do it on like downtime or how does it work? Yeah, it, it does get hard sometimes, you know. So on away trips, we have a lot of free time in the hotels and that's usually when we do it or during the travel. So if we're flying, you know, we do some work on the plane or if we're driving, we do some work on the bus. Um, but it really does, you know, force you to think about your time management and how you, you know, how you manage your schoolwork and, and then how you manage your soccer as well. And for me, honestly, I do a lot better with my time management when I don't have a lot of time to spare. So, you know, I'll have mm -hmm. classes until, until you know, one, one o'clock one day, and then I'll have to do work for two hours, and then we start practice at three, you know, and then we finish practice at six, and then I have dinner, and I have to work for two more hours, and then I got to go to sleep. So a lot of my schedule is pre-planned out because, you know, sleep is important, meals are important, training is important, and then you know, I only have so much time to do work. So I really try to plan that out in advance so I can just get to it, get it done, and then continue my schedule for the rest of the day. 
So what are practices like usually? Really tough, sometimes really easy. How does it go? Um, yeah, practices, our, our coaching staff, they really, they really try to manage our practices with our game fitness and training fitness. So in season especially, it's really, really important to kind of for them to measure like how, how we're doing, you know, after a game, like if we have a game on Saturday and then we have training on Sunday you know, the practice is not going to be as heavy because we just played and guys need to recover and all that kind of stuff. And then if we have a game on Saturday and we have training, you know, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, those practices are going to be a little more heavier on the legs and, you know, more speed of play focus. So it really depends on what our schedule is looking like, how the guys are feeling. Um, but our coaching staff does a really good job of that. Right. So you mentioned that each season before you guys start, you have team goals, but do you have any personal goals for next season, despite having won it all this year with the soccer team? Yeah. Um, our coaching staff also puts a heavy emphasis on that. You know, they, they say you guys set your, your, you know, your team goals together. And then sometimes they gave us some time to, to write down, you know, freshman year, we wrote a letter to ourselves. Um, and every year, we look at that letter and see what we improve. And then we can write another letter to ourselves. And every other year we look at that, you know, and that letter is just personal goals, what we want to improve on, you know, what we hope for ourselves, what we hope for the team. Um, So for me personally, one of my, one of my personal goals after freshman year was to find my way into the starting lineup for the first time because I redshirted freshman, freshman year. And then sophomore year, I started four times and I played, I think a like a combined 17 games or something like that. So, Wow. It was that that for me it was just one of like the first personal goals I had for the team and and it was really nice. It was really mm-hmm. nice to see that I that I had set that goal for myself and then I went and I actually accomplished it. So that was really cool. Wow. So being a student athlete like like yourself, if you ultimately decide you do not want to play soccer at the next level, what career options intrigue you? Um that's a great question. Um you know, there's a lot there's a lot of alumni resources at Georgetown, so I think you know, whatever path that I do end up choosing, I'll have a lot of resources and a lot of people there to help me out. Um, right now, I am an anthropology major with an art history minor. So, you know, that's a, it's a really wide kind of major field of work, but I think there's a lot of options that can come from that. I don't have any specific, specific idea of what I want to do straight after college besides play professionally, but um, hopefully for a couple of years. Um, but after that, you know, with the, with that major and that minor, we'll, we, we'll see what, you know, we'll see what I can do with that. Right. Yeah. Uh, lastly, of course, we had to end on this. Explain the feeling knowing that you were crowned NCAA champion. Oh, man, that was, <clears throat> that was one of the best feelings of my life. You know, it's, it's so fulfilling to, to work so hard. You know, we talked about all these goals that we set, you know, and and just personally, you know, I from from the first day of preseason, even from the first day of last spring, you know, the team works so hard. You go to practice every day. You see the guys working. You're working, you know. And then you set these goals. You're talking about it with your boys, your teammates, um, and and just to see it all come to fruition is it was it was such a good feeling. You know, really, I I can't really explain it. I mean, in the in the moment, it was it was just emotions took over. It was it was amazing. It was really amazing. Wow, that's great. So, Thank you so much for joining the show today, Rio. We appreciate your time with us, and best of luck next season with the team. Stay safe during this time. Thanks for tuning in on Crunch Time. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at Crunch Time Pod, and we are available on most platforms, including Anchor, Breaker, Google Podcasts, 
Pocket Cast, Radio Public, and Spotify. See you next week, and stay safe during this tough time. Yeah, thank you. Of course. Thank you. Thank you so much. It's been an honor, and best of luck next season. I'll see you guys later. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. Bye.